Welcome back to another HK video game experience. I'm Hollywood Cole here with Clearfire. What's up, Clear? What's going on, man? We are talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake. The day has finally arrived. We all get a taste. Beautiful. It was so, oh my gosh. The struggle to pick up the game on drop day. Yeah. That was yeah, insane. Yeah, just because dude. of COVID. No, to to COVID, COVID, didn't, COVID didn't get me. Man, GameStop was out. I didn't even get to go to GameStop. GameStop was out uh, in a 100-mile radius of me everywhere. So I was yeah. like, well, I ain't getting into GameStop. But good old trusty Walmart pulled through. And it got yeah. $10 less than it normally would have cost me. <laughs> you got a mall at Target. I had a bunch at Target, so it was good there. Now, they um, actually only had three left at Walmart. I was surprised. Yeah. So... I thought about getting it digital, but I was like, no, I would have if I had to, but uh, no, I had to go to uh, Target to get this. So uh, before we do that, though, I do want to get do a little bit of housekeeping here um, on Facebook. So, so the thing about this game is uh, that we're going to get into, there's no spoilers, okay? No spoilers. So if you're just tuning in, I'll put it in the description as well. But uh, there is a little bit of nostalgia factor they are playing. And I don't know if I'm viewing this through roasting the glasses or not. So I put on our Facebook, I wanted to see if anybody has played this game that has not played the original one and see what they thought about it. Okay. So that was earlier today about lunch. It was a little late in the day, about one, two. And no responses. Okay. So I tell you guys this because... Facebook throttles all of our posts back. We had 66 views, which is 6%. We got 1,069, something like that, followers. And only 1,055 uh, likes. Yeah, but 1,069 or something like that followers. It's like 14 yeah. people follow that don't like. But, um, but anyway, so you got to check our page out. We've had uh, tournaments we've offered on there for Call of Duty during this crisis for with prizes for winners. We offer all, all this kind of stuff. So check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash HNKEXP. And you're going to have to check in if you want to be a part of it because you're not going to get it. Never sent, and I understand Facebook, and not to get too deep into this, but net neutrality, since that went away, uh, the more bandwidth that Facebook takes up, the more they pay. So they're going to make sure to only let some of the you know, most popular post through, uh, unless you're going to pay for it yourself. So, uh, just tell you that to go check the page out once a day, every other couple of days, whatever, cause you're going to, otherwise you'll miss out on some of our, for our good stuff that we got going on. So no responses, yep, yep. unfortunately that we did not. So, but if you do, if you're listening to this, let us know if you've played this game and haven't played the original, what do you think about it? Just let us know what you think. I'm interested to hear what, what it yep. is. I didn't but, respond to it. Cause I was like, let's let our listeners well, respond. It. Huh? You've played I, Final I, Fantasy, the original one. I, I did, I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't respond just because mainly I was like, let's let's see what the listeners do and let's you know let's hear, hear their viewpoints and everything. I don't want to skew it with mine. So yeah. Well, most of our fan base has probably played uh, Final Fantasy VII. We get a little bit of an older fan base, but anyway, on on with the show here. So Final Fantasy VII remake. So. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, I didn't bring it. So we're not going to talk about the length of the game. I've asked Clear to not talk about the length of the game. I don't uh, even know the length of the game. So, <laughs> uh, so he's certainly not going to talk about it then. Um, and uh, what else? I wanted to bring this up too. This wasn't on our list that I kind of discussed our overview. 
but they're releasing this thing in segments. What do you think about that? You think that's a good move? So it just all depends on how they do it. If they release it in segments and your progress carries over, mm. fine. If your progress doesn't and you start from nil each time, it, it's going to be weird because like the story, the way it progresses, you have to be stronger as you get into the story like a typical RPG. If they follow the same storyline and grow at the same points and you have to start over, then it's going to be like a new game each time. And I think that's going to kind of end up killing it as it gets further along. Um, you, you're going to kind of get stagnant on it or you're going to get have the um, fatigue of the game because why are you going to want to start all the way over again? You know, you're going to get to the third or fourth part where it's finally the end, where you're finally getting to the, you know, culmination of the story. And you're going to be playing it more out of feeling like it's a job at that point, not, you know, as yeehaw, this is fun to play, you know, if they make you have to re-level up each time. I think if you carry progression through, then it's not going to be too much of an issue. And it's more or less like a DLC of a, it's more like DLCs at that point for a game. Yeah, that's that's the big question I think everybody's asking now. They didn't really, may not have been so obvious uh, at first, but I mean, you'll get materia, that like a heal materia or a, a cure materia, that you're obviously going to max out by the time it's over. And so are you going to go into the final game with this massive, uh, you know, maxed out materia? Uh, and level 99, maybe. I don't know what the levels go to, but one of the achievements, this is not a spoiler, one of the achievements is get to level 50. So you're at least going to be able to get to 50. Um, and so uh, that's the big thing. That, that's so true. Is it just going to be, hey, we're going to start a whole new, you should restart cloud at level one as we kind of go through this story again or what? Hmm. It, it's going to be tough. That's kind of the, the big, big takeaway. If you do carry over, then, you know, uh, we're going to talk about some of the battles and stuff, but I mean, these battles are going to have to be pretty tough. They're going to have to um, amp up. Yeah. So, so anyway, all right, well, let's just talk about some of the graphics here. Character design, graphics, what do you think about that? Absolutely beautiful, man. Like, getting to see Cloud in that style reminds me of what he looked like in Final Fantasy Advent Children, if you ever watched that one. And I watched it because it was a fantastic um, little movie, kind of a part two of Final Fantasy VII. And looked very, you know, the model looked really close to that, looked really great. Um, it just felt so nice. Seeing Barrett and seeing his actual tattoos, you know, because you kind of see them in the original game but it's like kind of digital blocky and everything and now you see it and you're just like oh my gosh Barrett looks awesome you know he his handgun finally looks feasible yeah, natural you know? yeah. it, lo it looks natural <laughs> exactly. it doesn't look like just something stuck on him you know it look, looks so good you know and I haven't gotten super deep into it I'm only on chapter three so I'm not I'm kind of taking it slow but I'm also enjoying every bits and pieces of it because it's just a beautiful game I mean I was just so surprised about it um the first time that you see Jesse it's not a spoiler because you know it's just that's even in some of the trailers the yeah. first time you see Jesse it's like oh my gosh look how great that looks I mean just crisp the outfits the 
armor. You know, it just looks really great. I mean, Cloud's Buster Sword, you know, in, in the original one, I was like, man, it's kind of silly. Now it just looks awesome. You know, it just looks just, just killer. You know, I mean, the way his hair moves was just impressive. Um, Barrett's sunglasses, the way they were reflecting light was just really good. I mean, they, they really paid attention to the details, and I'm really glad they took their time. I know we heard about it. We heard about this remake, what, 10 years ago now? Yeah, a long time ago, and, yeah. And, and and I'm really glad that they took this long to put it out because they just paid attention to so many details and made it look nice. I mean, the train coming in was even nice. I was like, man, that looks fantastic, you know, because you don't see all this, like, I don't know, um, pixelated smoke coming out from under it. You see, like, real steam coming out of it. It looks, I mean, it just looks fantastic. I mean, I just, yeah. I don't, I, I, I was just blown away by it. I mean, the first text I sent Hollywood while I was sitting there playing what was, was beautiful. I didn't even say yeah. what was beautiful. I just said <laughs> beautiful. I mean, cause it's just that. I mean, it was just, it, it, it was amazing to see it and finally, finally see Final Fantasy VII and the way it should have been, you know, and that's how I feel. This is like the way it should have been. Now, granted, I know the graphics weren't that back then, but this is just, this, I mean, it, it just, it blew my mind how well they did it, you know, and, and everybody knows that I'm very big on graphics, graphical power and all that. And for what they did with what the power they had with the PS4 Pro, I'm, I'm running on a Pro, so I've got that, you know, all the 4K pushing through and everything, even though it's upscaled, it's still, I mean, it just looks fantastic. I was just really, really, really impressed that they, they, they pulled that off. So back in the day on the PlayStation that was pushing the limits there, they pushed the limits here as well on the PlayStation 4. Um, yeah, the character design is awesome. Everybody's seen the character design. Um, and one of the things they did that you just seem like, how did we miss this in these old RPGs? Um, or, you know, some of the newer RPGs. But uh, the town of Midgar is just uh, the city is all is alive, you know. And so you're walking around, and what I was talking about is, you know, back in these RPGs, so the old school RPGs, you walk into a city, Breckenridge, and Dragon Warriors, and you might have, okay, eight people in the town. Well, you can go talk to them and see if there's any information you need to know. Well, then you got into Final Fantasy, you know, two and three on Super Nintendo, and they might have, you know, 30 people in the town. Well, okay, it's a little bit more of a task, but you can go talk to them. And then you start getting to these Xenoblade Chronicles and mm -hmm. all this. Now you got 100 people. And it's like, dude, I don't want to go talk to... I, I would come to a town now. It's like a part-time job. It's more of a task to be like, okay, now I got to go talk to every one of these people to find out if there's a quest or something I need to do. Well, Final Fantasy VII Remake, dude, they just made the NPCs talk as you walk by and you can just hear their voices. I mean, how did we just miss this? This That makes the town feel more alive. It makes it feel uh, like, you know, just there's, there's there's living, breathing. I'm not worried about the NPCs talking to them directly because they're going to tell me a bunch of noise anyway. And they just have the little triangle and stuff if they're important. So mm -hmm. great. I thought that was great. I, I did too. I like that. So so to touch on that, what I really loved about it was is if you're running by them, the sound actually sounds like it's it has depth to it. So like you hear them from a distance, it gets louder as you get closer, and then as you go away, it gets softer. It yeah. sounds like you're really moving through a crowd. Like they paid attention to that type of detail. Footsteps. You can hear somebody run off, and you hear the footsteps get quieter as they go. And it actually has that depth to it. It's it's the sound depth was is is so precise on this and very impressive. And I I I didn't think about it too much until Hollywood just said that, and it's just like oh wow yeah they really did go deep into that because even when you're in 
battles, the sound depth in the battles, you know, was impressive too. Because you you get further away, the sound gets a little bit quieter and everything. It's 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 measuring and engaging that. It was really awesome. And um, yeah, the words. So when you're running by a townsperson or whatever, you'll hear them talk directly. Like you're saying, "Are you running off?" If you just blasting by them you can the words will still pop up on the left side of the screen or right side of the screen i guess depending on where they are so you can still read it if you can't understand it so but you don't have to stop and go to each one push circle and talk to them to figure out if it's something important so you know it's uh great that they did that all right um so yeah we, it's not a lot we can say about the graphics other than they're great and you know uh and it makes it become the life and man it just feels like you are living in that city and it feels like I mean, you see, you remember playing the game back in the day, and it just feels like, wow, I am now here seeing it from their point of view. Uh, it is, it's amazing. I mean, it actually Midgar is. finally looks like Midgar. That that's that's my statement there because it's just, oh my gosh, it's just, it's just it's unbelievably detailed, and the time they took to detail it the way they did is just it's it's phenomenal. Well, it's cool. Like you can go. Uh, into a little slum or the town and look up and you see the plates over you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you didn't think it couldn't do that in uh, the original, but you see how the plates, there's little light, you know, where the plates are just the spaces between the plates is kind of the only real sunlight that comes through. And, uh, but anyway, yeah, you could go well, on I mean, and on and on. It, it gives new depth to the story too, because like now with having that, having to be able to look up the plates, whereas in seven, you weren't able to in the original seven, you weren't able to, it not only gives depth to the visuals, but depth to the story because now you're actually. I mean, I know in seven when we played it originally, we were in it and we felt it and it was great. But this now you're just you're immersed by all the sounds, by all the lights and everything, and it's just that next level, next step into, hey, this is the story, you know? Because when they talk about the plates and you look up and you see the plates, you're like, oh my gosh, that's what they've been talking about. And that's what I should have been seeing for years playing it back right. in the day. Yeah. So, all right. We're going to talk about the story here. But again, no spoilers. We're not going to give any secrets. Away. We're going to just talk about how does it mirror up to um, the original story. Okay. So, um, I'm on chapter 10, I think. 9 or 10. And um, I'll say this about the story. It does a, I mean, it's a pretty good mirror. Uh, to the original Final Fantasy. There's a lot of extras in there. So in other words, it's almost like the way that I looked at it, I just remember thinking, wow, this is what was kind of going on between the the dull moments or, or the two big moments in Final Fantasy VII, the original. This is kind of the stuff that Cloud was doing. This is what Tifa was doing. This is what Aerith was doing. This is what you know everybody was doing. And uh, that's cool it just it just fleshes out the story more in a very fun way so that's what i'll say about that so i kind of look at it like this let's take just uh, i'm going to use this uh, another thing to as a sidestep to kind of um reference the feeling of the way that this is so far think of it like as game of thrones you have the book and you have the tv series tv series goes into great detail now granted toward the end it does skew off and everything and very very it veers off from the books but just taking it at the beginning for what it's worth because it's pretty close to the books in the very beginning it's like it's like you you watch the movie which was final fantasy 7 and now you're reading the book which is final fantasy 7 remake it has all those extra details in there the extra plot lines in there that 
the movie can't cover because it has condensed so much. And you're having now you're getting the the full the full plate of all the data and information from the story that should that that wasn't be able to be covered in the quote unquote movie. And that's that's the best way I can kind of reference it to kind of give you the you know give people the idea of the expand the the, the way kind of they they added into it. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, this sounds like a spoiler. It is not. This is in the tip jar or tip line. So when you actually loading up, it'll be certain tips, and it'll tell you that you'll be able to go back and play all the chapters of the game once you've completed the game again. So you'll be able to select. So you complete the game, you'll go back and be able to select any chapter you want to replay. Oh, um, I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah, I, it's kind of that, that's cool. It's kind of. Uh, It'll pull up and you don't really notice. It's like, oh, there's a little bar there. I can, as we're loading up, it'll give you a tip. and you can, Oh, you can actually scroll through and there's several tips. And so, uh, yeah, that that's one. So a lot, some of the achievements, if you're into that, um, it'll tell you you need to go back and do something on a mini game or whatever, get, you know, best score or whatever. And so you're like, man, I hope I can remember the save point. But then you go, oh, wait, I can go back and play these chapters again. And you go, okay, well, that's how that works. So, yeah, that's out there. It's kind of a new game plus there. Um but it'll tell you that in any of the tips right at the beginning. So, I like that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting because I'm gonna try to platinum it. Uh, it's just you know that's just kind of what I do if I like the game a lot. So, let's talk about the battle mechanics. So, if you go to the options, it'll allow you to pick a traditional turn base or the the other. Uh, I so need to go mechanics. back to the turn base then. <laughs> I love the turn base so much more. Well, it's uh, and I say, it didn't say it says traditional uh, take turn like you select what you want them to do. So I'm assuming that's the same turn base. I didn't click that when I clicked the, what they're doing now. Yeah, or I the, did too. The new way. Uh, so you didn't like the new battle mechanics. I mean, I do and I don't. The, the active battle system. The one thing that I did like about it is is the you know constant moving, the, the the fights flowing constantly. But I felt like I was missing something. I felt like I wasn't quite in a Final Fantasy game by doing that, and that just kind of threw me off. I played Final Fantasy 15, and I know that this battle mechanic is fairly similar to it. It's not quite the same because you can switch characters in this one. And that's what kind of threw me off with switching the characters instead of having just the battle commands. I guess it's just because I haven't played it deep enough yet to really get a full grip on the battle commands. But um, yeah, I'm. I think I, I think I prefer a traditional battle system over that. Um, I, maybe if I get a little deeper, I might change my opinion. But that's just how I feel right now. Yeah, it's. Uh, I like the battle system. Um, it is about as modern of a battle system as, as you can get. It makes the game feel like, again, kind of more alive because you're actually out there fighting. I mean, there's no transition either. I mean, you see an enemy or you'll be in a cut scene and literally the camera backs out and then you start fighting. It doesn't switch to the other yeah. graphics or anything. That's and what so, I love uh, about it. It's the same graphics like all the time. You know, that was so, so and sick. So the way that it uh, works is you have a little active time ATB gauge. I think it's called ATB. Mm-hmm. You have two each per character, and all you can do is fight, is, you know, hit with your weapon or whatever. You can change characters, of course, or hit with your weapon until that thing is filled up. Once that thing's filled up, you can either use an item, magic, or ability. Okay, um, and you can't even use an item until that thing is filled up. And once you use it, it, it basically, you know, one's gone. So if you had it filled up twice, you can use two items 
uh, you don't have to do them back to back, but, uh, you know, as soon as you use one, it's gone. Now, if you're doing work, if you're beating on the enemy, it'll fill up quickly. Uh, and so one of the things I've noticed, you can switch the characters like you were saying. So let's just say you got Tifa in your party and she doesn't have a, she's the one that has the cure materia or whatever. And so you're using cloud beating on a guy and then you somehow get stomped because you underestimated this particular tactic that the enemy's using. You want to switch to Tifa to cure, but if she's not had that active battle thing filled up, you're not curing. And mm-hmm. so you have to do work with Tifa. You have to run around, fight and get it filled up. It'll fill up slowly over time, but rarely uh, it, it, it will fill up max if you're not on the NPCs quote characters that you're not playing, but it takes a lot longer is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, and so I've gotten in sticky situations to where uh, we've been, you know, in red life and uh, nobody has a <laughs> that gauge field. And it's like, oh, yeah. my gosh, what do I got to run around and try to hit stick and move until this guy fills it up. And so it's a uh, it's a lot more strategic. I'll put it that way. You have to analyze these enemies and battles are long. Sometimes if it's a boss, they are long. It's not just going there and spank a boss. It is, uh, you better know what you're doing. And, and, uh, there's, there's a stagger effect to, first of all, before I go to stagger, what did you want to say? You wanted to say something about it? Um, I was going to say that I think that if I didn't have to have like that gauge fill up to even use an item, it might be better. And that my, I might really like it that way. But yeah, that just, that's, I think that's what yep. really just unnerved me was I got in a sticky situation and, it's like I can't use an item. I'm gonna die, and this is frustrating because I should be able to use an item because it's just hand in the pocket, take the item, yeah. drink it, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if I could swing this Buster sword, I should be able to reach in my pocket and pull out. Exactly. A, I mean, I, got, I, I grab a, a sword off my back, so I should be able to grab a <laughs> bottle out of my pocket, you know. So it's just yeah. So they have a, the enemies have a stagger effect, and so they have a they have their life bar. And then they have uh, another bar under that that's empty. And so as you beat on them, it starts to fill up as you're going to stagger them. So um, if you mix up your attacks with magic and power moves and every everybody has a specific stance as well, or not necessarily stance, but different. You know, triangle does one thing, like a heavy hit is the this very simplified version. Triangle's the heavy and uh, d- uh, square, or excuse me, uh, yeah, square, square is the uh, the light. It's that's very simplified. There's chant. We could we could do an entire podcast on the battle system. By the way, it's oh, yeah. very complex. Complex. But if you mix up your uh, abilities on an enemy, they'll get pressured. And if you get pressured, their stagger gauge fills up quicker. And so there are enemies that uh, if you're beating on them slowly, slowly filling up. But sometimes if you do a particular move like t- cloud can counter some enemies you can counter and all of a sudden boom it just staggers them so there's all kind of and i don't know the some of them you just can't it's like god it's so hard to stagger this guy i just eventually uh just go to their magic weakness or something like that but mm-hmm. um that's a big big uh thing you got limit breaks and they are powerful too in here um i'll put it this way i died today for the first time in a battle um and i had well, I can't get into what I, I thought something that I did read or something about it says, Oh, you're going to die the first time. You're not supposed to be able to defeat this right then. And I, I defeated it. So I was like, okay, my guys are super powerful. Then I go into a regular story fight and I die. 
And I'm like, what is going on? But then I went back and go, okay, I got to take these guys serious. And I just went all out, uh, exploited their weaknesses and all this and destroyed them. So if you use the right strategy, you're going to go go off. So but here's what's one thing's cool. If you do die in battle, it allows you to either reload from checkpoint or reload to right before you enter that battle. So not at the beginning of the battle, right before you enter it. So you can go and re- readjust your material or whatever the case before you go back in there. Now, I'm playing on normal. There are different modes, hard mode. So I don't know if hard mode will do that or not. Um, but another thing while I'm thinking about it, there are no save points so this kind of throws you off as an old school final fantasy guy so much you're running around waiting to save and you're like oh my gosh i've been playing for two hours and i hadn't saved it yet and it it does Uh, auto save at points but uh, you can manually save wherever you want to i did that and um like i was sitting there playing i was like man i gotta stop playing so i gotta go to bed and i'm like I just got to leave my PlayStation on, man. I can't turn it off. You know, I felt <laughs> like no old school back yet. in the day, you know, I just got to leave it on, man. I can't do this. I don't have a save point. And so what <laughs> I did is I just, you know, pressed the PlayStation button to pull it out into the main menu. And that kind of usually ends up pausing the game. And when I came back, I just pressed it back to get back in. I was like, oh my gosh, dude, this, this is freaky. And then I go into the menu and look, I was like, man, you got to be kidding me. It's save right there. You got a manual save. I'm like, yeah. Man, I was like, I'm stressed over nothing. So here's one thing about battle mechanics I do have to mention. Uh, magic can miss. <laughs> so yes, that's a, I had that happen. That's something you don't think about. Like your ice spell, you throw the ice spell out, it hits them, so it does a little bit of damage, but then it makes an ice cube, and then the ice cube shatters. So they can move, but if that ice cube shattering on them is the ma- the major damage. Uh, that's the hardest one to get to hit, um, but it does a lot of damage. Lightning seems to hit right away. Fire. I mean, if they're a long way away, you toss it, you know, and they can just move. Uh, same way with some of your abilities, like uh, Cloud has Braver. That's what he starts with, where he just chops down. If that enemy's too far away, he just will miss, and then you just used all of your your gauge and everything. Oh, and you can get uh, to something I noticed too is because I went to cast Fire one time, and a dude hit me right before I cast it and it didn't get cast. So like they can stun you out of casting it. So you got to be careful and watch cause they'll slip up on you. Yeah. And not only that, it'll, it'll take your gauge away. And oh so yeah. You it just hurts you. It's it. basically like you getting staggered. It's, it's crazy. And so, uh, summons as well. We'll talk about how the summons work. I won't get into any of the actual summons, but the, uh, the summons are not call whenever you want to. It's more like the Final Fantasy 15 to where if you fight a hard battle, um, and I don't know how it judges it. I fought some hard ones and it never comes up. And if you stay hanging there long enough, it, it'll it start this little, you'll see the summons, at a little thing pop up with a little bar that's filling up essentially. And as soon as it fills all the way up, you can summon. And here comes the summon monster. Boom, he's there. And so he'll kind of do a few fights for you, but you have to order him to do your abilities using your gauge. And then uh, as he's there, the summon bar will start to shrink. It's not a bar. It's a little glowing light kind of moving down. You can tell it's like filling up the bar, lowering the bar. And that little, the whole time he's there, it's basically going on a timer. And then right before he leaves, they do their final, um, you know, big thing that they're going to do to hurt, hurt the, anybody so they kind of hang out and help you fight and then right before they leave they do their final thing so i don't know summons are 
you know, I thought about that back in the day on you know, Final Fantasy VII. You wanted to see somebody like Titan come down and he lift the whole Earth up and flip them over. Yes, <laughs> and it was just this massive, cool animation. I mean, like Knights of the Round lasted like a whole minute or something. I mean, you're oh, sitting yeah. there waiting and Heck, watching Pandora's this thing. Box was insane. Yeah, but but any of the summons, it was just cool to watch. That was kind of the big thing. Like I said, that was, that was the limits of the system back then. Now nobody wants to sit through all that every time you summon somebody so they had to do it a different way i mean i think it's legit they do help they've helped me win a couple battles so they're not just kind of you know uh whatever you want to call they're not just uh what they say in texas big hat no cattle you know they're not just all looks they actually do stuff (laughs) so uh so that's good um i haven't gotten to summons yet so that's something i look forward to yeah and so uh but anyway so now, we're going to move on from battle mechanics. Like I said, battle mechanics, there's a lot more in depth than that. Uh, you will enjoy it. I think they did a good job with it. Uh, but uh, they could do a whole podcast on that. We're going to have to move on. So let's move on to quest mechanics. So um, when you get to, uh, you'll eventually get to a spot where you can, where it kind of opens up. And now you can do quest. And you don't have to run around, like I was saying, and talk to everybody in hope. There's actually, you know, a guy have, that'll be marked on your mini map. You go talk to him. They'll tell you what to do, and then you go do it. And uh, and that's cool. You get experience, of course. You level up your materia, and you can level up your weapons, which we'll talk about here shortly. I love how they did the weapons. Um, so not a whole lot to talk about quest mechanics other than it's on the map. You can do them. Um, the only thing that I would talk about though that i kind of don't like there are very few i've run into some i don't know if it opens up or whatever so i don't know what happens at the end but i don't want it to be so linear that by the time i get to this particular boss they know i'm going to be between level 10 and 11 or whatever you know what i'm saying because that is just i don't like that i want to be able to grind if i want to spend a little extra time here let me you know get some materia built up i found a handful of spots like that and they become so easy though that uh you know i don't you don't have to do the quest you can keep moving on but then you get certain items materia and whatever stuff like that so one thing i will say similar to the quest and open world is you know in final the original one you run around and you open up all these chests they do have chests out there but i've probably opened up dude 70 chests i don't know a lot probably not that many but a lot seems like it and probably gotten two i two actual things that I need or I want probably probably five. The rest are items: high potion, antidote. You know, yeah, that's ether. what I was wondering too. Because like so far out, out of all the chests I've seen, is I've only gotten potions and ether. Yeah, and it's just phoenix downs. I've never gotten any item. Yeah, and so that's one thing I don't like. I don't like that. Uh, I haven't. You know, you'll you'll find in some of the some of the. Uh, you know, you'll remember like, okay, I remember on this part of the original game, there was a um, materia over here and sometimes it is. And sometimes it's not on the, on the remake. Uh, so I won't, don't want to spoil anything for you, but, uh, you know, and you'll, you'll throw there's a hidden chest over here. So you go over there and it's like two high potions. You're like, dude, okay, great. That used to be the fun of the game too, though, is when you find a chest, you're like, Oh my God, what's on my, what am I going to get? And then you get like a piece of armor or a weapon. You're like, Oh my gosh, I got something really cool. Yeah. And now it's just like, so far, like I said, I've opened, you know, several chests and only gotten potions and Phoenix downs and ethers and, and, and grenades. And I'm like, 
Really? Is this what I'm going to have to look forward yeah, to grenades. later down the road? <laughs> I mean, am I going to get a chance to actually get something awesome out of this? Yeah, and and there are a handful of them. But um, so let's took it. Let's do the flip side of this. I think. Well, I obviously did it on purpose. But why would they do that? They want you to sit back and enjoy running through the games because if you're like me when I first started I'm looking at every nook and cranny and trying to run and if you try to go off the beaten path and you're not supposed to they'll it'll tell you warning or whatever it'll make mm-hmm. you turn around or the characters will say hey what are you doing um, and one time I went off a beaten path and then Barrett's going oh we go on treasure hunting and you're like <laughs> okay cool I know I'm on the right path and that was a great treasure there uh, so um, you know if you so they'll sometimes tell you that but you don't have to worry as much. You don't have to be so OCD about running through, making sure you're covering every little piece. In fact, one time uh, there was a character that I was m- moving along and it told me, hey, there's still hidden items here. There's still items here that if you progress, you won't be able to get. Do you want to progress? I was like, wow, that's nice of them to tell me that. That's cool. And so um, that was pretty cool. They want you to sit back and enjoy it. And they, and I, and, and God bless them, man, because <laughs> it is a yeah. great, great game and beautiful game. So you can relax and enjoy it. Well, that is something that they did say whenever they were designing it and everything. They're like, we want you to sit back and enjoy the story of this game. We don't yeah. want you to have to worry about all the craziness in it because there's going to be a, enough in the game. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, and they did a good job with that. They did. You can really sit back and you're going to enjoy the story. The dialogue's great. The characters' voices are great. I'm already talking about their design, so they're good. Uh Let's talk about the uh, materia first, then we'll talk about weapon upgrade, the materia. So um, there are familiar ones and there's new ones. Uh, that's what uh, was said before this thing came out. And a lot of the new ones have to deal with the new battle mechanics and how they work. And you'll see some and kind of go, hmm, I know that this is probably a really good one. If you use it in the proper way, if you remember Final Fantasy VII, the original, all this material was out there and we didn't know about linking them and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and we just played through it. Then you learned how to actually use the material effectively and it's like a whole nother game. You can mm-hmm. tell the battle system and the way they do material here is going to be like that. Once you master how this stuff works, it's going to be a whole nother game. You know, and there is a hard mode, and I'll guarantee you, you're probably going to have to have that mastered before you can kind of go through there and and tear through that. Uh, so, um, yeah. So there's various material that uh, I'm trying to think if I can say something without spoiling it. Mm, I'll just leave it alone. But there's stuff that I hadn't heard of that, I, you know, synergy or something. I'm like, well, I don't know what this does. And it'll tell you in the description. There's uh, some material that... Uh, well, there's all kind of material that that just help with the mechanics of the battles that and are I haven't got too deep useful. in the material either, but that's partly because, like I said, I'm only on chapter three, so probably not too deep into much of anything. But what I have gotten is like, wow, I could see where that could be helpful in this Final Fantasy versus the original, because it's just, you know, it, you could tell by the description it's dialed in for this system you know for this you know play style because it's it's a different play style than the original final fantasy 7 and i'll tell you this about the materia you will have too many and not enough slots you'll have a bunch that you want to level up but you can't so uh that's here's how here's how the weapon slots work or uh so the armor um there's not a so far i mean i can count on one hand 
the amount of armor that I have had available to me, uh, literally, you know. And so that's there's not a lot of variety there. Uh, and the max one, well, I won't tell that. But uh, so I can count on one finger the amount of armor <laughs> I've had available yeah. to me. One finger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so not a lot there. Weapons, there's not a lot either, but but you can upgrade them and that is a whole different ball game so you can upgrade your buster sword and still have your buster sword halfway you know later on in the game because it fits your playstyle or whatever that is cool but one of the so the, you get sp um and i don't know what that stands for skill points i guess to go on your weapons and your weapons level up and there's a little skill tree essentially That'll tell you like plus five to attack power, plus five to magic power. And then it starts getting crazy, like uh, plus 50% um, counter or damage or something like that, or critical strike damage or plus 20%, you know, all kind of stuff. Then it, then add a materia slot. Well, shoot, yeah, I want a materia slot. And so that's how you do it. Even if you max out all the materia slots, you're still not going to have enough slots that's for what you want to level up your material, which is good. I like that. Uh, it makes you really fine-tune how you want to play and what works for you. Well, so, it makes you dial in your play style. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, let's say you have two swords for Cloud. And um, or, let's say this. You get a new weapon. It'll have all of your skill points free to allocate. So let's say you got 50 skill points that you spend on the Buster Sword and you get a new weapon you'll have 50 on the new weapon that you got to go allocate now. So I do like that. So uh, I think, man, overall, I think they did a great job with this. I mean, there's so many details in the mechanics. Dude, Uh, even the menu is beautiful. Yeah, the menu. I I mean, when you go into the menu and you look at your character to start looking at the stuff that Hollywood's talking about, you got this beautiful profile of the character on the side. And then all of this, like it's it's a blue, it it looks like a PlayStation menu because it's kind of blue and everything, and it has that kind of feel to it. But it's just beautiful. I mean, it's like wow, they even put detail into the menu so you are drawn at least have something that looks good when you're going through. And it's not just oh well, here's your items, here's your weapons, here's your armor, here's your character, here's your you know save point. It's just everything looks really nice, even that side too. I will say this: when I first wanted to use an item. I went to the inventory and selected the item I wanted to use and it wouldn't let me use it. And I was like, dude, am I going to not be able to use items outside of battle? So you don't go to your inventory. You just push X and it pulls up spells and items. And that's how you use items outside of battle. So it's a little bit tricky. And you push the middle pad of the controller that pulls up the map. I push that every time before I push start to pull up the menu for some reason. <laughs> every time. And I always go, it's the wrong one. And I go back and push start, and you can level up your weapons and put insert materia. Uh, one of the things about the weapons, I got to tell this, it's got a proficiency. So um, let's say your very first weapon has uh, Braver. Uh, the Cloud's weapon, the Buster Sword has Braver. So you got to use that till you get 100% efficiency. Then you can switch weapons, and you'll still have that ability. That goes for everything. But you got to do it. I messed up with Tifa and Barrett and didn't use their first weapon's proficiency. Because you have to mm. control them to do it. I just forgot about it. And they got new weapons now and they don't have those abilities. So I got to go back and uh, upgrade that. So that's something you want. It's not hard to do, at least for the first few weapons is all I can talk, talk to. I, 
didn't even know that yet, but of course I'm only on chapter three. Yeah, it gives you tutorials on a little def- uh, explanation of everything. Um, so about the menus, uh, it tells their first and last names too, which is kind of cool. Cloud Strife, Barrett Wallace, Tiffa Lockhart. And so it's not Eris, it's Aerith. Apparently, Final Fantasy VII Remake fixed that. It's not Eris. Everybody called her Eris, and I think it was Eris in the uh, original Final Fantasy VII. But it's Aerith. It's that Mandela effect coming back on you. <laughs> Is it? It's Eris. Uh, they call it her Aerith. Okay, let's find out. Mandela effect. Did you get me? I don't know. I don't know if it did or not, but for some reason, I remember I remember seeing Eris, but then they put an Aerith and I think that they've now gone back and changed it to Aerith on I mean, Final Fantasy cha- Seven. Yeah, the cha- the Final Fantasy the original the the Japanese version was Aerith, and then um, they changed it to Aeris in the American version. Let's just see Aeris. Yeah, Aeris Final Fantasy Seven. It pops it right away. Okay, it didn't. They it, call didn't her it didn't get us then. Yeah. I thought it got us. Aerith Gainsborough translates as Aeris Gainsborough in the English version. Yeah. So Gainsboro is just a little too close to Waynesboro, and it makes me think. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of. Uh, I wonder why it's Gainsboro. You know, isn't that a Don't weird I. last name? Lockhart. Okay, Tiff is beautiful. She locked my heart. Barrett Wallace. Okay, William Wallace, the warrior. Cloud Strife just fits. Cloud Strife. Well, yeah, because he has he has so much you know so much depth yeah. to his character. So you have yeah, the strife in his life. Yeah, and he's kind of like standoffish. But then you got Eris. Gainsborough. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't know. I just don't get it. But anyway, uh, again, guys, overall, I love this game. I'm excited to play it every day. So I always judge games. Are you can't wait to play this game when you're not playing games? And I love the I love being able to come down and say, okay, I'm going to sit here and play this game, crank it up, and enjoy every minute. I look wait wait to see what happens next. It just the carrot and the stick, man, it's right in front of you the whole time. Exactly, man. I know how it's a good game by whether I am prioritizing gaming over sleep. And yeah, if I'm wanting exactly. to play the game more than I want to sleep, even if I do choose sleep, but if I'm still saying, man, I so need to be playing that game, I, I know it's a good game. And I feel like that every night that I go to bed. It's like, man, I know I got work tomorrow and I know I got to deal with a whole different way of work because of the COVID-19 and everything. And it's kind of you know, time consuming and stressful, but it's like, but man, Final Fantasy VII sitting in that PlayStation Four saying, "Come play me." It's so Come good, play me. man. It just oh, so good. Such a great game. So they have announced they're gonna that they are already started working on the the next uh, iteration there, and I don't know how long that's gonna take. It's not gonna take as long as the first one. They just had mm-hmm. to get all the mechanics, and they got the engine now, and blah blah blah. So uh, I don't know how long it's gonna take, but. I wouldn't be surprised is once this thing gets to once we get to PlayStation Five that you don't get the entire game out at some point in one thing. But that depends on like you said at first how they how do they ro- roll over? Do you mm-hmm. roll over your save file or not? We don't know. But if you do, yeah, I could certainly see a, a full up, you know, long game one time later on in PlayStation. Uh, five because they'll have the capacity to do that. This game does push the limits. I will say this: 
you can start noticing these games now are pushed, which is to be expected late in the console's life cycle. They're pushing limits. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, if you're running that game and you want to go check, see who's online, see your friends, you push that PlayStation button, it takes like an extra uh, three minutes to finally go do it and get get into a party where it should take no time back in the day. Same way for this game. You'll run up on a character, you'll push triangle, and it's like, okay, did it uh, take? And you know it took, and it takes a few minutes to kind of, not a few minutes, but, you know, a little bit more, thir- you know, 15 seconds to finally switch over You're like okay well there it goes and uh starts talking now but i hadn't had it lock up but you can tell that it's pressing the system i have got the old your, school have you, had your, have you had your ps4 fans start screaming at you yet it screams every time i crank it up now <laughs> <laughs> so but uh but anyway guys check this game out if you hadn't if you're interested in rpgs at all and if you were a final fantasy 7 fan back in the day you are going to absolutely love this remake Heck, if you're just a Final Fantasy VII fan, period, you're gonna love it. It's a fantastic, it's a beautiful game. Yeah. So, all right. Well, cool. Appreciate you guys listening. Y'all take it easy. Take care, everybody.